Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, boys and girls, girls and boys, fret not, okay? Fret not. I know it's been a weird two weeks, but the boys are back in town, all right? Quit crying. We're here. We're ready to go, all right? And, we're back. And what better way to start the comeback than with the greatest host of all time, yours truly. It says it on the screen, go right there. That's me, Matt. I'll be your host tonight. We have Andrew and Steven. Uh, as well, Con, what's up? Andrew, what's up? Give us the lowdown. What's good? How was your last two weeks gone? How's your month been? Give 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 the update to the people. Starting with you, Mister Idiot. That would be me. Uh, last two weeks have been very busy. Um, actually, two weeks ago, good. Last week, uh, not so good. I was without internet from th- Thursday Jeez. to Monday. And that was like, what do I do with myself? My kids were freaking out. My wife was freaking out. Like we, we just switched and we got fiber in, in our neighborhood. And we're like one of the first uh, houses to get it. And I guess they just weren't quite ready. So it it was it was really bad when it was out. Like could not could not do anything. Man, um, that is a bummer. But since then, everything's been great. Oh, yeah, I can say the same. Uh, did not have internet. Uh, wait, I can't say the same because I did have internet. <laughs> do have high speed and everything. Ours wasn't <laughs> down. But I can say that uh, my kids did go crazy. Uh, we were, I was gone for the last, it feels like a week, but about five days. We were up in Vegas watching uh, the CDL championship. Mm-hmm. So my kids were freaking out, wanting me to come home as soon as possible. And as soon as my kids got, I got home, my kids took off to San Francisco. So... <laughs> Got to see him for like a day. Um, but after that, so far, everything's been pretty good, man. Did a nice little break, coming back and refreshed, ready to go. So I'm good. What about you, Matt? Yeah, so same kind of thing. Uh, I went out of town three weekends in a row. Um, this last weekend was actually a five-day. And although it was Vegas and I went for the championship as well and it was fun, uh, it's just like back-to-back-to-back weekends of not being home. Um is you know tedious and then also the drive although i didn't drive shout out to Stephen for driving the whole time the drive is still long whether you're driving or not uh, i imagine it's more long if you are driving but um yeah so it was good uh the championship tournament man i i'm a fan of the college of the esports scene so i'm i'm happy that i went i'm i'm mm-hmm. i'm glad i went and it was it was weird but it was a very good championship uh but it was weird for sure well i'll get into that later when we talk about it but uh gentlemen um you know a lot has transpired in terms of like things um but news moves quick so we're going to focus on things that are kind of new to us this week last week and a half maybe uh we're going to start with something that is near and dear to my heart and let's start with this craven trailer so if you guys don't know the craven trailer came out it's a red band trailer which means it's pretty Jeez. graphic usually um so it is out um i've seen it andrew's seen it and mr khan have seen it as well uh, so, gentlemen, thoughts on how it looks, um, and then thoughts on like Craven specifically. We'll start with you, Stephen. Uh, I really enjoyed it, to be honest with you. Um, I uh, when I heard Craven was getting a movie, I didn't. I wasn't stoked, to be honest. I thought it was like just another B-list kind of villain, maybe A, depending on the storyline. Didn't really care mm-hmm. um, until I saw this trailer. And I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, I'm kind of in. Even if I didn't know it was, 
or even if I knew that it was part of the Spider-Man world, if this movie just came out called Craven, it it, it kind of piqued my interest. It looked pretty cool. Um, yeah. Action-packed. It looks like a pretty good storyline. So uh, I want to see a little bit more in-depth trailer, or maybe I don't, and I just want to go in there and try to enjoy the movie without having my expectations kind of high. But uh, mm-hmm. I, think was, I think it looks really good. That's all I pretty much have for it. Yeah, so I think the expectation part of having it kind of high. You and I talked about that going into the Flash just last week, of like of how like I go into movies versus like how most people go into movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think you and I came out of that movie thinking the same thing because that talk it wasn't like a serious talk, right? Just like a hey, like expectations are usually pretty high with these things. Let's just go in there with like a clean slate, and um, we were satisfied with what we saw. And we'll, we'll get to that later on, but that's the thing with expectations for me is like. I always keep them pretty low in the first place because it's like a Marvel MCU film. Uh, but yeah, Andrew, shipped over to you. Let me know about the trailer, about Craven specifically. Uh, how do you feel about the whole thing? Um, I don't think I'm as hopeful as both of you. I think this could be another... Okay, so so before I get into it, we got to address the elephant in the room. So it's yet again another stab at Sony trying to do an anti-hero yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Both Venoms have not been anything to write home about. True. Okay. <clears throat> Morbius? Morbius, I didn't even see because I heard it was so bad. So, I mean, if we're playing baseball rules, three strikes, you're out. Um, but th- there's a lot of weird, weird things specifically with the trailer that 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 kind of threw me off um one for me just like the overall casting is kind of weird like i I like Mm -hmm. i like aaron i think he's a great actor i don't know if this is a role for him though like when i envision craven i envision someone who is very robust and bulky up top and then it kind of slims down um Kind of like that that Superman figure where it's like very muscular, heavy on top, and then kind of smaller legs. He's just kind of – I mean, he, I, I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to get freaking yoked for this role. Um, but I just don't know if his physique is is what Craven is, in my opinion. Uh, and, again, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Um, yeah. the, the other part is – I think Sony is really doubling down on the the blood, the gore, kind of going for an R-rated um, vibe, which is mm-hmm. fine. I just and feel like, should. yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like they're they're trying to make it the Deadpool without the comedy, but like the, the hype around this is the first rated R superhero movie that's that's been around since like Blade. Um, like releasing the red band trailer specifically. Yeah. That was like, that was like a, <clears throat> a very similar situation that you have around Deadpool. Granted, mm-hmm. I think Deadpool, Deadpool was more of a movie that was purely made for the love of the character. I don't know if we're going to get that from, from this. So yeah. again, I, I'm pretty skeptical. The trailer itself, it looks pretty cool um, for someone who doesn't know who Craven is or like the backstory. It, it seems like it'll do a pretty decent job of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not holding my breath because I know when it comes to live actions, Sony has dropped the ball a handful of times. Yeah, cool. Uh, good takes, good takes. Let me let me get into my my bag here because 
I don't know where you think I got the word hopeful from out of me. I haven't said a word to you about this trailer whatsoever. Um, the, okay, let me let me tell you what I like. Okay, okay. Uh, I like the goriness. This is Craven to the team. Yeah, I think Craven it's cool. Should be gory. Craven yeah. should be hunting dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Uh, so my problem with this is I me knowing Craven because I, I I just a Spider Man villains. I, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Spider Man. This is not Craven. It's not. Not a single thing about this has been Craven in the trailer from what mm-hmm. I've seen. Um, outside of him, just like the way he kills people might be like Craven like. Um, mm-hmm. But the character of Craven, his motivation, even down to how he gets his powers, it's not, it's, it's not Craven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that is true. That's weird. Yeah. So, and, and the thing is, like, it's more practical how he gets in the comic books, how he gets his powers is he takes vials mm-hmm. pretty much every night of like super serum that is a more viable thing and more realistic thing than a lion the lion's blood yeah yeah lion's blood like being introduced into his system they want the complete spider-man route hey your dna is merged now with Mm -hmm. a predator uh okay cool whatever that that's one gripe it's a big gripe for me though but that's one gripe the second gripe that i have with this film that i i already have an issue with is there's his motivation isn't craven like why you do what you do all oh, my father brings evil into the world i take it out that's not and then when he craven says is that, a hunter and then and then when he says that the the screen flashes like not all villains um are like made overnight or whatever mm-hmm. nothing about what he has said in this film but his motivation of doing things screams villain to me mm-hmm. if you're taking evil out of the world it sounds like you're just like the punisher Mm-hmm. An anti-hero, which is mm-hmm. not what I want from Craven. I want you to be a villain. Mm-hmm. If you would have said, "I do it for the love of the sport," that would have been the hardest line in the movie. Yeah. Um, so that's that's two things for me that's not Craven. Like the third thing, that's a really basic thing, is Russell Crowe has an accent. That's the Craven accent, and then <laughs> Aaron Peter Johnson has no accent, <laughs> and and that accent is like too. The, the way Russell Crowe portrayed the accent is to a T how mm-hmm. yeah. I would portray a Craven accent. And then I hear him talk and it's just like a normal dude from the United States. I'm like, dude. So I just feel like they could have put any, like they didn't have to call it Craven. They could have called it something else. And as an action film, it looks pretty good. Like if I didn't know the backstory of Craven, didn't care too much about it, I, I'd be okay with it. The problem is you put the word Craven on it and, right. and, and, and I'm a Spider-Man fan and now I'm going to see Craven, but I'm seeing just a, not a more vile John Wick, pretty much. Like, it, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm. It'll be a good action film. I'll take it for what it is, like I usually do. But I just don't. I hate that it's called Craven. Mm-hmm. I hate that it's called Craven. That, that's what it comes down to. At least Venom was Venom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Morbius yeah. was Morbius, but this one, they just like decided just to name him Craven, and that's it. Yeah. So, I'm not hopeful for it being a Craven film. I think it'll be a great action film. Um, it looks yeah, like it looks super violent. I, I, I'm on yeah. board with the super violent. Right, right. The, the um, part where he's got like the the foot traps, he puts it on that guy's head, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say the way he fights in the last uh, thirty seconds, where he's in that that hallway, the way like he's crawling through the walls and stuff, mm-hmm. that's yeah, very yeah. Craven like. Um, yeah. So it's like it's like they took like the action and goriness part of Craven, and then like attached it to this new character they made, and calls him Craven. If that if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, his father being the motivating factor is good, though. That That's Craven. Craven's father is the reason why he is the way he is. And he ends up killing his father in the comic books. That's why he becomes Craven. He he hunts the hunter and becomes the apex predator at that point in time, 
which is why I have a problem with him not doing that because the whole motivation for him is to be the best hunter there ever was. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. Do you, yeah. do you? I have a question, real quick, or, or a, a thought. Um, first off, do you guys see Craven from the Spider-Man animated series, or do you guys see Craven from the comic book? Like, like which one? When you think of Craven, which hands Craven down is, animated. That's what I think. That's I like that's my I favorite think comic. Craven. Yeah, I think see, comic. The Craven well, was fire. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the animated. And the second thing I got is: Do you think that uh, Craven? Uh, I, this is just me. Theorizing, I, I, this isn't has no truth of anything. Do you think maybe they thought if Morbius is a success, we'll drop Craven right behind it, thinking they would lat latch on Craven to Morbius about Craven hunting Morbius? And then since Morbius failed dramatically, like terribly, they just kind of went a different direction. You know what I mean? Do you think that could have been a thing that might have happened? Because it would have made sense of more of like the ultimate hunter hunting a bat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that would have been interesting. Yeah, I think, I, just, um, I, I think they prepare themselves for what what could come, which is, I think yeah. they're going to get six villains, and just have mm -hmm. them there just in case they mm -hmm. get Spider Man back somehow. Um, which I mean, they have the rights, so they they prepare themselves for like the next six years instead of the next year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're doing these weird. Sp I mean, they own the characters, so I get it. But they're doing these weird Spider Man spinoffs of characters that people like. Are somewhat familiar with, don't really care about like Morbius, Craven. Venom's a big one, so I'll give mm -hmm. him that. But then they have El Muerto coming out later uh, in like two years, which is the Bad Bunny film, where he's going to be another Spider-Man villain. Mm -hmm. I just have a problem with it. Was I have a problem with them setting up these villains as as antiheroes, and then Spider-Man coming in later, they'd be like, "Hey, you villains, let me," you know what I mean? Like it's just like not. I don't know. It's I don't know what Sony's plan is. Uh, to your point, Stephen, he, they could have done a complete like 180 on like, hey, we stuck to the comic books on this. It didn't work out very well. Let's make yeah. it different here. I, I get that from a business standpoint. I just feel like you could have made the same movie with the same budget and not put the name Craven on it, I guess, is what like, 100%. I think. They could have called this movie The Hunter with nothing to do with Craven. So, it would have been a standalone movie. I think what it kind of comes down to, and I actually had this conversation with somebody at work today where – I think just Hollywood is in this weird space where everything has to be as dark and gritty as possible. Like it's not considered good unless it's dark and gritty. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think, I think there's a way to do it to make sense, but you have to have like the emotional tie for it to work. I just don't feel oh, like we're, sure. we're potentially, and it sucks because I feel like, a character like Craven, you could have that emotional tie to it with a father who is technically the bad guy and make the conflict between father and son, which gives that emotional tension. But I don't feel like they're really going to focus on that. I, I feel like they're, they're more like we have to tell a story about a guy who's bad, but make him be the good guy, which it, it, it it's weird. But at the same time, it has to be as dark as possible. And I think that's yeah. one of Sony's like fundamental problems is they want to make a dark and gritty, the dark Knight kind of esque vibe. And then they want to throw the comic book comedy in there. And you have these motifs of like up and down of, I don't know if I should be laughing or if it was cheesy. Yeah. Um, who to root for. Right. <clears throat> so I think they just need to either double down on if it's going to be wild and crazy and wacky, it can be cartoonish 
Or if they want to go something dark, like make it an emotionally dark yeah. movie. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be dad versus son the whole movie instead of it being yeah. like a I feel a, like it's gonna passion. be dad versus son, but it's gonna be dad's henchman versus Craven until the end. The, the- the way that this, the sh- I mean, I think it'll be a dad versus something. They're, they're, they're setting up perfectly. Uh, but the way it should have gone is, hey, I'm hunting people to hunt my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, it shouldn't be like, a, oh, I want to get rid of evil out of the world. No, so, man. So like, do you think they, so I have a couple conspiracy theories that I've, I've been thinking. One, uh, to, to Matt's point, the accent. Do you think they didn't do an accent because no, of Aaron's? Aaron's terrible accent as Pietro. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he had he. Well, it's a different. It's a little different of an accent, but no, he I did mean, an accent just, just fine in um, Bullet Train. I mean, it was a British accent. Mm-hmm. It's like he is like he's fifty fifty. Like no, I, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's anything against his talent. I'm just saying it's a superhero person with an accent to another superhero with an accent. Like there's too much similarity there that they're like ah let's. Let's take some creative um, lenience and, and not do an accent. No, if no, they're going to do that, then don't give the daddy accent either. It's simple. But that, they either that, both that's have the weird. accent or they both don't. Yeah, that's what's yeah. weird is only one has the accent. It's so that's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, so that, stupid. I don't know. But I, I don't uh, think they thought about it like that. I don't I don't think they put too much thought into that. I don't think so either. I just think – I think they were just – I think Aaron's like, I'm not doing an accent. They're like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, know. I yeah, had a really weird. good second conspiracy, but I cannot not think of it and remember it. All right, well, let's keep pushing then. Come yeah. back to that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll stick on the topic of comic book things. Uh, we'll talk <clears> about <throat> the Flash briefly. Uh, and by we, I mean me and Stephen, um, Andrew, in the same boat as Stephen was a week ago, two weeks ago, where we talked about Spider Man. He didn't get to join the conversation. So sit there, keep your mouth shut, okay? Mute While yourself. Thank you. Um, so we saw the flash. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, that was good. Touche, my friend. Touche. Touche. All right. Steven, uh, overarching view of the flash. Quick, quick, like review of what you thought um, it was. And after, after sitting there and talking to you on the way back, uh, my thought process changed. I thought it was a, I thought it was funny. Um, I feel like the movie was worthless. I feel like they uh, ruined uh, a character and not any of the characters you're probably thinking of. Uh, I think they they dropped the ball dramatically on um, a camera. How you say your name, Matt? The Supergirl, Car- Sasha Kaye. Oh, Kara, yeah. Kara, Kara, Kara. I think they dropped the ball dramatically with her. I really want them to use her in the future. I hope they do. Uh, but the screen time that she had was the highlight. It was cool seeing Batman kick some ass um in in russia but besides that um yeah did nothing for me personally I, I, after thinking about it yeah um so for me i enjoyed the film um okay as a as a standalone flash film it could work just fine um yeah. the problem becomes when you start introducing things they introduce with multiverse stuff 
um i gave on the way up to vegas uh we're talking about watching the movie i gave steam a prediction i had about a certain cameo appearance and he's like if that happens i'm walking out of the theater and it <laughs> happened he's like he just looked at me and i was like i told you man it was, was, was like there was one. like three minutes left so i just had to say i was like yeah <laughs> yeah it was that one yeah. um but anyway so the movie itself um Ezra Miller did pretty good um he, he yeah he did he, 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 did, he did good um as a not a clueless berry but as a bear who panics um and then he did a good as so there's two berries right obviously we saw the trailer mm-hmm. uh the second berry does good at, like he does berry. good portraying both berries simultaneously to each other um pretty well um the action was good when it, like when it happened it was good uh the the, the plot points were nah like whatever um yeah. but my my silver lining here in this film um is two things one they explained how aquaman's going to work in the multiverse in december when it releases um which is they, like they at least we have some kind of explanation to these things i think james gunn is actually putting these barriers in place like hey there needs to be rule set if we're going to do this whole universe thing let's Definitely. set them because that also sets the same standard for uh, Matt Reeves' Batman, I think, as well. Um, which means, so it's basically, all the stuff DC is going to do now, if it's not in- included in the DC, the DCU, as James Gunn called it, uh, we have a reason why now. Yeah. And we have a reason why, if they do show up later, why it might not be the same person or it could be. It, it, it's explained pretty well, mm-hmm. um, or not explained well, but when you think about it and you dissect it in your head, it, it, it makes sense. Um, but. The big, 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 big highlight for me. I, t- I talked about it with, with Steven already in depth. Freaking Sasha Kaya as Supergirl is she's incredible. Amazing. Incredible. Amazing. Um, I'm gonna be severely disappointed if James Gunn is in the phone talking to her like as we speak to get her back for her role as Kara. She wants to do it. She she's already publicly said, like, I I, I hope I come back. Not not like if I if they call me, I'll do it. I hope I come back. I was born mm-hmm. for this role. Um, and she just steals the show. Her screen time is super unwarranted uh, in terms of like, like t- the time she gets is is minute. Like it's it's, but it's the best seven minutes <laughs> of the entire two hour film. Um, so she's good. She's great. Uh, it was really cool seeing Keaton again. I liked how they did his um, his like his Batman music. Like when Ricky fought was pretty. It just made it more like, more cool. Um, I like how, um, like, him and Supergirl fought together pretty well when they fought together in that one scene. Um, but it, it's just, it's lackluster. It's mid. It's mid. Like, for 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 mm-hmm. James Gunn and everyone to say it's the greatest film we've ever seen since Casablanca. Um, it's there. Yeah, it, it, I'm I'm very let down by James Gunn specifically because. He did the marketing thing that I didn't think he'd ever do, which is just overhype things. Um, so, yeah, even like the conclusion, like how it ended, the 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 final big thing was so fast, uh, like flash, oh, get it so fast, but so fast that like, I didn't even get that. I <laughs> did yeah. right over my head. Yeah, it was the, the last like sequence of like the big reveal thing was like so quick that like you don't even have time to like. Process. enjoy the conclusion of, of what it is yeah it's um then they also do a good job explaining where ezra miller is at like where his flash is at and why he's not part of the dcu anymore so they did some good cleanup like the cleanup work is good i will give them that 
um, yeah. in terms of like resetting what they need to reset and mm-hmm. putting things in place. Um, I'm pretty sure Momoa is going to be Aquaman going forward now, like even with the GCU. Um, so they did a good job cleaning things up. Um, but but there's there's it's just it, the movie's just meh. It, like your typical comic book film, like nothing special. It's not terrible. It's not great. It felt like I, it was I, kind of like the Ant Man of the DC. I'm about to, that's I, what I, I feel where Ant Man's at. That's what I was about yeah, to say. It, same thing. It, it, oh, it, that's um, kind of where it's at. And and the reason why I got blown up with like such like hype is because there's movie references to famous directors and actors in yeah. this movie, mm-hmm. and that's why Tom Cruise went on a. I got to see it early. It was amazing because there's a lot of Top Gun references. Uh, Steven yeah. Spielberg going crazy is because there's a lot of Steven Spielberg movie references yeah. in this movie mm-hmm. so that's why those dudes blew up the movie to make it like oh it's, it's gonna be the best it is the best it's because of their refer they refer to them a lot in the movie um but it was good it was it was all right uh like give me a number one one through ten me and matthew talked about it on the way out yeah. if this if I you just showed me hey flash is coming out with the movie no backstory no nothing just flash movie i give it probably a six um, if I just went in there and watched it, mm-hmm. if you were telling me it's going to clean up the DCU, it's going to do all these things, I'd probably give it maybe a 4.5. Yeah. You so I would give it a video and clean as a standalone film. I'll give it a seven as a flash cleans things up five and a half to six. Um, mm. but, but uh, for me, middle of the pack, nothing, nothing special, yeah. but the, I'm telling, I'm t- be very clear here. Supergirl alone takes it up yes. one level for me. So if it wasn't for her, it'd be a six and a four and a half. So if, if they pulled Supergirl out of this mo- movie, right, and it started with the Flash just saving her uh, from where the situation she is, and then it went from there, it didn't have the same conclusion, but just started the story from there, and they gave me a, a Supergirl movie. I've been ecstatic. I would have been ecstatic. I would have probably mm. been already the second time watching it. Uh, mm. Her character looks... And, and, and when the, you get the little bit of backstory on who she is, you just fall in love with her even more because yeah. you just see this rage in this. You want to know more, and it's it's very entertaining. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and 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 they did they did a great job not making her more powerful than Superman. Yes, but making her uniquely powerful in her own aspect of right. you're just a notch below Clark, like just a tad, but that one tad. It cost a lot in this film for her, um, so they did a good job at that. My my fear coming to this, when I was talking to Stephen about it, was uh, I didn't want her to be Superman or be more powerful than him. Uh, and they like that fine balance of where Kara should be. She fits in there yeah. perfectly. So oh, and do with and with like one or two <clears throat> lines, they give her her whole arc of yeah everything. It's so crazy because they made. They made her story like, oh, this is interesting. And then the when the bad guy says, there, I don't want to ruin it. When there's like two lines, he says, you just go, yeah, makes sense. I get it. Let's mm-hmm. let's go. And you get fired up for her, and you just, yeah. yeah. Whatever it's, writer wrote Kara, Kara's character in this film, class. needs to take a film like with just yes, write a film for Kara and and do it with DC. Mm-hmm. Um, Specifically, with uh, this is the thing now that they've made a terrible mistake on. She did oh so good gosh. that I see I see no one else being Kara. So, so they made a they made a grave mistake Beautiful. in my opinion of like if 
if you recast this, I'm already one foot out the door for this film. Yeah, man. Not my Supergirl. And they say that she did a really good job just like the comic book. I guess they came out kind of her arc in the comic book. It has the same kind of passion. They said that she nailed it. She nailed it very well. I have no idea why I'm already stuff reset. Uh, They nailed it very well. The only thing is that I felt like I got robbed of screen time. I wanted to see more of her. Hmm. Uh, If they come out with like an extended edition, I would definitely not buy it, but I would want to watch it um, to see more of her. Have you seen Dune, Andrew? Dune? The new Dune? Yeah, yeah of course. You know how Zendaya has like 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay, less time than Zendaya had in that film. That's oh. what she has in this film. But it's, yeah. but again, it's the greatest minutes of the entire film. Hmm. Yeah. So do yeah. they follow kind of like a, the Flashpoint arc where no. it's, Lo- it's... Very, very loosely. Okay. Like, yeah. like they followed Barry's motive as to why he went back. Everything else, no. Okay. Yeah, they oh, usually well, okay, they just ran that. Yeah, the only thing the they, they also followed is uh, where Supergirl was. Yeah, so she's uh, in like government wow, facility. Right, right, right. Getting but not in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than those two things, nothing's the same. Nothing. Um, okay. Could you imagine cool. if they had like a CGI tiny Henry Cavill Superman? <laughs> Man, that would have been crazy. Oh, that's my other complaint about this film. Oh, uh, damn, dude. CGI is what, what the Bone Barry's running specifically. It like so it looks like it was AI generated CGI. Probably it's was. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And then so, the director came out and like said like it was intentional, was all this stuff. And I was like, shut up. It was not <laughs> intentional. So after hearing him give his like how he's like, oh, it's intentional. When he's in the little dome thing. That okay, we'll give him that. We'll say because he's running fast and it's a memory that it's a sure. little sure. We'll give yeah, it to that, him. that one specific baby, the, the babies, babies dude. The dog, babies, I cannot get man. over the babies, they look yeah. like little munchkin monsters. They're it, I don't get it. Um, it, it was dog shit. Um, there's a couple Awful. fight scenes where it was just like the fight was yeah. cool, but it just looked like dude, the dude who did Luke Skywalker when he redid it for them. Would have done a way better job than this. Yeah. Like the, the CGI was yeah, not good. Terrible. Not it looks good. like they wasted all their money on on everything else, and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna have to outside source this." You know what I mean? Yeah, they had, they had to pay Keaton. They had to pay Nick Cage. They had to pay. <laughs> they had to pay CGI Christopher Reeves. So I found out. I found out why he's fighting a big spider. Um. So he's fighting a big spider. Uh, Nicholas Cage in the movie. Uh, oh, when he, when they hey, show yeah. him. Because yeah. so when he's running, he sees different worlds, and they have if each world has a different version of Superman or a different version of Batman, right? That's why you have the Adam West Batman. That's why you have the Christopher Reed, yeah, Christopher Reed Superman, uh, and the different Reed Supermans. And you've read Crisis on Infinite Earth, right? Yeah. Um, so when you see Nick, when you see Nick, I don't know why I'm even talking about this. Um, and he's fighting us. He's fighting a Spider-Man. He's not even flying. He's like. On the ground, fighting a spider, a huge monster spider. It's because you know the guy uh, from Jaden Silent Bob. What's his name? The um, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when he was going to be directing the uh, writing the, the Tim Burton Superman movie with Nicolas Cage, uh, the guy who the guy who was running the Superman IP, I guess, told him, 
it needs this there's three things he can't wear a suit the, the superman suit i don't want him wearing the superman suit in the movie i don't want him flying and he has to fight a giant spider and everybody was like this is a terrible idea for a superman movie so it was film. a joke on that and, it, and that's what killed the movie because how it, everybody's like how do you write a it's Superman. He can't fly and he can't wear the Superman suit. Hmm. And that's what dropped. That's why they dropped the movie. Yeah. Um, so that's why they put him in the suit. He's standing and he's fighting a giant spider. It was a joke on. That's that's one joke. The second joke they had was when they did a callback to Keaton's old Superman suit where it was one piece. So it couldn't move his neck. So you like, do this. <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, hilarious. There was so spoilers, very minor spoilers, but there's a running joke back in the Batman days where uh keaton he had to like turn his entire body because his neck his his mask and his uh shoulder plates were one piece mm -hmm. so he couldn't yeah. turn his neck um well in this film uh barry number two little barry uh he saws together like a batman suit and creates his flash suit out of it but he uses that cowl where it's one piece <laughs> so there's this scene where other barry's talking to him and he turns just his neck, and the mask is like on. They're in the back of the bat, the bat the plane, or whatever thing, called, dude. and he's just like, it's, it's hilarious, dude. Like those yeah. little subtle scenes were funny, but it just didn't carry enough in the movie to be like, mm -hmm. this is good. It was just Very that's the best part with those little one-liners. That's know? the thing. It's like I could see how people think it's a good movie. I could see either way. People can think it's the best movie or think it's the worst movie. Um, I, I fall right in the middle, but I could see, I could see uh, points of emphasis where you can go either way and argue the point of what you're trying to make. Mm -hmm. Like if someone says it's eight out of ten movie, and they argued the points I just made to you, the comedy was good, the action sequences were really good, Tashikaye, that kind of thing. I'd be okay, maybe you're right. But then if someone mm -hmm. came and said this is like a two out of ten, and they said you know a bad CGI, plot wasn't very strong, mm -hmm. that kind of thing, I'd be like, you got a point. So yeah, I get it. All right, keeping it pushing. Um, mm -hmm. Off comic books, actually no, no, we'll stay within the MCU realm. Um, so real quick, we're not in the business of he said, she said. We're not in the business of taking a side on this. It's just the facts. Facts are, Jonathan Major's lawyer has come out, uh, provided some evidence, and 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 the big thing for me is witness testimonies um, of pretty much clearing Majors of what he was claimed to have done, uh, what Majors and his lawyer claiming is racism arrest charges were made. Um, whether that's true or not, I have no clue. Uh, but basically what's happening is the lawyers think they have enough there evidence wise that the DA will just drop the case altogether. Uh, gentlemen, a couple things. One, the reaction you have just to that news. And two, where does this leave the MCU with majors and Kang? Go for it, Andrew. I did a lot of talking right now. You can knock this so, one. So all right, let's talk about my personal my personal feelings. Again, not condoning what may or may not have happened. As it stands, you know, you never want something like that to happen. Yeah. But I can't I I, I want him back. He is just he was so talented <laughs> that it's like it's hard not to not to be rooting for this to be like, okay, this is just something else. Like it yeah. as much as I, I, I want him back, like I think he's got so much passion for that role. Um, I don't think there's a great way that they could recast it just because of how good he is. Uh, with that being said, it would be a very risky deal for Disney to 
uncancel, if that's the, the term we're going to use, uh, uncancel him. But I, I've been reading some articles where um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, has yeah. been kind of issuing some um, unformal, formal apologies um, for that, that one girl in, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. Um, she was in the Mandalorian and then she got canceled and she was dropped. Oh, um, yeah, I know you're the, the girl plays Kyra Dune. Yeah, Kyra Dune character. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's not yeah. in the, the realm of impossible, but I want it to happen so bad because he, he is so good. Like, yeah, he just is. in everything he's been in, I've just been like, dang, this guy's this guy's solid. Um, I'm excited to see him in Loki. Like, as an actor, I I am behind him 150. percent As a human being, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, fair enough, Stephen. You're up on the chopping block. Give us. So I am going to say, uh, uh, my opinion on this is, uh, I do, do believe in the justice system. So. Uh, it, it goes to the courts. They can decide what's going on. I am also um, a big person of freedom of speech, and Majors sh- should definitely come out if he's innocent, say he's innocent. If that girl definitely got assaulted, she should come out saying she's assaulted, mm-hmm. and uh, we need to figure out, the go to get to the bottom of it, you know? Uh, the truth will come out. Um, the only thing I'm really upset with is, is I'm upset a little bit with Disney. Um, Disney not, not waiting for the court to come out, and be like, yo, our guy's innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand it's a business and it's your image, but at the same time, uh, look, look what's going to happen now. Uh, they, they, they took a stance against majors, didn't wait for the evidence to come out, and now this could ro- royally screw the MCU up. I know they can go and get another actor, but it, the fans are going to get upset. You know what I mean? Those diehards yeah. are going to be like, hey, man, th- that was our guy, and he didn't do nothing wrong, and you fired him. This, I, I think Disney needs to take a step back and, and either put out an apology or next time something like this happens, they need to come out and, be, and, and give that mutual stance and mean like, hey, we want the truth to come out. But before we do anything, you know, courts need to do their thing. We need to find out because you're innocent until proven guilty. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but and, you can't, you can't but, do that as a movie business. You're waiting, you're waiting, it's too much time to wait. For mm-hmm. someone to be proven innocent or guilty, then if they're guilty, you're that's another like year of double down to dawn. Yeah, so I think I think I, I agree with you though. Like businesses shouldn't like he shouldn't just get canned and fired. Um, I think in this in this case, which Disney is doing properly compared to like the Johnny Depp situation, uh, in this case they're saying, hey, we're going to recast, but it's it's you're on standby. <laughs> like it's not like we're going to like put you in right away because one, everything we need. Right now, content-wise, Majors is already shot and filmed. Mm-hmm. Right, Loki season two, uh, whatever cameos cast for the next two three films is is there set in stone. They're really yeah, looking for true. King for King Dynasty and Secret Wars. So I think what's what Disney's doing, which they haven't made a statement at all either way. What they haven't done either is fired him, um, but they have said, "Hey, we just need to find someone, you know, just in case just we need to get case. him going." Um, yeah. But I I, I agree. They should they. Case. They should not fire him or do anything like that until he is found you know, guilty or innocent or whatever. He's yeah, just so out. good. Like, come on. And say they're putting it on hold or something, man, because. No, nah, I think they say they put it on hold. It messes with a whole bunch of things. 
It's it's yeah, hard. Yeah, I think it is. I think them doing nothing and them doing like how they're doing it now is the was the best option. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two ways it could have gone. One, you would just fire him, and and Johnny Depp happens all over again to the same company he just happened to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or two, you know, you come out and say we're going to keep him, and then it ends up being true, and now you're like in a really bad PR stunt. Um, mm, true. The 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 thing with Disney right now, or Marvel specifically, Marvel section of Disney, is they have two of these cases going on, which is Tanakhorita, who's Namor. Uh, has similar charges, mm-hmm. um, a little bit worse from what I hear, uh, yeah. and and for him they're just staying quiet all together. So I think as these things are happening to Disney people, they're starting to get more and more trained of like, okay, let's just let's just say nothing, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. let it play out, and then if we need to recast, we'll have someone on standby just in case. Um, yeah. But I, I I hope he's innocent. Um, it, it, I mean, hope is like. A selfish word for it because I want him to play Kang again. Um, I also hope that if he is guilty, he gets what's coming to him. So totally, um, definitely, yeah. So I think I think I think that's I think we all kind of feel the same way about that. If yeah. he's not if he's not guilty, he is a damn good Kang. Please keep him. Uh, definitely. If he is, you know, put him where he belongs. Uh, cool, cool. So let me see which way I want to go with this. I think I want to talk. <laughs> Really, really, really briefly, because not a lot of news going out about this, uh, is the Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk battle. So, gentlemen, let me fill you in quick on what happened on Twitter this week uh, a little bit. So, there is photos of Mark Zuckerberg juicing up. Uh, he's training with a with like an MMA fighter. Like he's he, he looks like he's like ready to throw some blows. So it, it it sparked the entire you know, is Mark Zuckerberg the biggest like social media CEO? Um, you know, considering he owns Instagram, that leaves one other social media company, which is Twitter. Uh, so Elon Musk has come out and said, you know what? I, I will throw bows with Zuckerberg anytime he wants to go. He says on Twitter. Uh, Zuckerberg has then responded and said, name the time and place. Elon yes. Musk then responded and said, Vegas, Octagon. Ooh. Okay, so, so, so that happened. Okay, but then this, this is where it gets interesting. Dana White today. Um, like hours before this podcast started, before I even mentioned this to you guys, uh, Dana White has come out and said that both parties have been contacted by Dana White, and both parties are very serious about this fight happening, and that it's going to be a hundred dollar pay per view, be the biggest fight in history, that kind of stuff. So, gentlemen, do we want to see a Zuckerberg Musk fight in the octagon specifically? Uh, who do you think would win? Uh, and how does this affect whatever social media platform they represent, if at all? Andrew, starting with you. Yes, 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 we need to see it. Um, as far as it affects anything, I think it's nothing but good for for all platforms. Like, there, there is there's something that is so fun about drama, and, like, this, this drama isn't, like, anything too heavy, like, it's playful banter. It's two guys kind of puffing each other's chest at them, both financially, physically. Like, it's fun. I'm all for it. Um, personally, I – let's see. I don't know how much training uh, the Musk has done, but okay. if I was just to say like um, – Before you answer, before you answer, someone did offer to train him an hour before he tried this podcast. And he guarantees a win. It's one Mr. Andrew Tate has come out and said that he will personally train Elon Musk to fight. 
How? I thought he's going. I thought he's got some court he, stuff to take care of. Musk flies to him. Musk flies to him. Anyway, Romania. what I was going to say before you even said that snippet is I probably would put my vote on Musk. Um, I just I look at I, I look at uh, Zuckerberg. And I just think he's just kind of like a little pencil. Like, see, yeah, I've been seeing him this week. Apparently, this, yeah. like I saw the photos. That man is yoked. He's ready for a fight. I think. So if I had to put my money on it, I'm putting all of my money on uh, Mark Zuckerberg. The Zuck. The Zuck has already placed. Uh, he's won gold medal in white belt. I know it's white belt, but he won gold in his first tournament. Then in. Um, it's like a certain level, but they go catch weight. So it's like mm. white belts, but open to any weight class. He took silver. Um, he's also being trained how, by how, the, how, how high is silver for the record? So the silver usually it's he that means he probably had to be out depending on that tournament. You're looking at like lightweight, heavyweights, flyweights, and like banter weights. All those are different weight classes in white belt. So think about it. He was probably in light heavyweight, and he he beat some people. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, you can even watch the video here as of May eighth. He got a he he got moves. Like, I'm not saying he's the greatest, but he's also being trained by one of the greats, Mikey. He is a guy who's probably 135 pounds, and he runs through half of the UFC easily. And that guy is an animal right now, if, if they fought within the next six months, Zuck already has, we'll just say he got four months of jujitsu underneath his belt already to feel that comfortable to go into a tournament. He takes Zuck Zuckerberg down or he takes the musk down and he, 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 he taps him. I'm telling you within the first round, he's going to give him the Zuck. He, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, enough, <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, uh, Andrew Tate is a badass kickboxer, but it takes years to just get form in kickboxing. You know what I mean? Like Andrew Tate's not an MMA fighter; he's mm -hmm. a kickboxer. And I have, I no way does Musk, unless this is about a year away. There's no way he he has enough time to, unless he just bum rushes the guy and it gets a random haymaker on him. But if it goes anywhere to the ground, Zuckerberg taps him. So, two things. Both you gentlemen need to respect King Cobra Tate, okay? He could train me to fight a lion <laughs> and win 10 out of 10 times. Okay? No, no way you're winning that's the lion. The, that's the first thing. The second thing that you're overlooking completely is that this man, Zucker, not Zuckerberg, Musk, has an Iron Man suit in his garage, number one. You know what else that means? It means that that super soldier serum is injected into that boy's veins immediately. <laughs> as soon as the contract is signed, he's going in the backyard and for like ten Jeez, days man. straight. He's gonna yoke up. He's gonna become Steve Rogers, uh, Steve Musk, if you will, Elon Rogers, and he's gonna mop Zuckerberg. Now, that's what I would say if I was writing a comic book. If I'm not writing a comic book, I'm living in the real world here. I would say Zuck probably wins, but. I'm taking the under. I'm 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 get, I'm taking the underdog. I want Musk. If I'm betting the fight, I'm betting the plus four hundred for Musk. Mm -hmm. uh, if if I'm actually like calling the fight, Zuckerberg, in a five round battle, second, third round maybe. Uh, but I know for sure that if this fight happens, Musk is just 
whatever he has like in the pit, like ready to go, like experimental wise, he's just gonna immediately into his into his arm. He's just gonna, uh, yeah, yeah, he's gonna inject himself. You're gonna see like you're gonna, see Zuck. gonna work all of a sudden. Yeah, dude, he's Zuckerberg's gonna, gonna come out. And and Zuckerberg's gonna be jacked, jacked, dude. Zuckerberg's gonna be coming out, cracking his neck. Just yoked, right? And then you're just gonna see Musk, who didn't even train eating a jumbo jack, and he's just gonna yeah. super shredder that shit and just uh-huh. ah, and just pump up and just <laughs> you're like what the shit? And he's just gonna punch him. He's gonna fly through the ring. You know that, that Bane serum, dude. With he's just Luchador gonna take mask. all the steroids. You're gonna just see, dude. Especially uh. in Romania, if Tate trains him, oh yeah, they're just gonna be cock just the whole time, the whole time. It, dude. Um, would we pay a hundred bucks to see it? No, I would pay a hundred bucks and then everybody would probably just come to my house and yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I sure pitch in. I, have wings, yeah. but. I wouldn't I wouldn't pay for it. I'm sure there's 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 ways that you'll be able to stream it. So yeah, but you want to number... support the Zuck? Oh, Andrew's gonna zuck him up for sure. Um so <laughs> question number two, gentlemen, about this being the biggest fight of all time. One is this bigger than Mayweather Pacquiao if it happens? I think so. Uh, and two, what could beat this? And when I say that, I'm thinking specifically it's about two people. If Logan Paul fought Jake Paul, would what what what, what would sell higher? That or Musk and Zuckerberg? The only thing that sells higher is Trump fighting Biden and then gives <laughs> Biden a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that I pay hundred dollars to see. You know what I mean? You give come on, it's like man, playing, come yeah, on, dude. Come on, man, man. You you know, just, just, just a shovel. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Trump running around, like, trying to, like, get around the shovel. I, yeah, with his hair. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the only thing you can beat this. The only thing. Yeah. I think I think, I think think we're in agreement there. Fair enough. All right, gentlemen, we'll leave that one to rest. Uh, so, moving into... <clears throat> Mm, what's what's left? Submarine talk. If you want to get into the submarine, <laughs> um, so, so first off, before we get into the submarine talk, we're probably gonna have some laughs. Probably gonna have some giggles because there's mm-hmm. some there's some comedic things surrounding this situation. But our prayers and thoughts go to the families affected. Definitely, uh, those people did not deserve to die, no matter who they were, what they did. Especially in that way, their families oh, deserve man. something out of this. And rest in peace to them. Yeah, that definitely. is our condolences. Okay. So, what so happens every, after hey, this is fair game. All right. So everybody, so, every a hey, everybody hold your breath on the jokes yeah. that we're gonna say. Yeah. So moment of silence. Did you get it? Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. We, got it. <laughs> we, really we might just we might just explode with laughter after this. Um so oh, that the, was deep. <laughs> the summer that was deep. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh no. So Let's get into a couple of details. Everyone's heard this, but just in case you didn't and you live under a rock or somewhere mm-hmm. of our of our foreign customers that listen to us, shout out to you guys in Brazil. Um, yeah, thanks, man. So there is a submarine that goes to visit the Titanic. I forgot what it's called. Ocean something. Um, Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. Yep. Oh, gosh, what a name, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so there's a company, a company called Ocean Gate. And they hey, send and their people business down. Is exploding. It's the good business in yeah. the end right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's booming. Um, so, <laughs> so they send submarine. Oh. Uh, they send a Voyager submarine of five people. They pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is an insane amount of money, to go in this submarine to go see the Titanic, the actual sunken Titanic in the ocean. Uh, so, five days ago, um, the P 
people that are above the water, not in the submarine, lost contact with the people in the submarine, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the pilot and then everyone in there. Um, and they had about 96 hours of oxygen and, and food and stuff. Uh, that time expired earlier today, like like 5 a.m. or something like mm-hmm. that. Early um, morning. Yeah, early, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today they found debris and rubble of the ship. Um, the ship has been declared as imploded. Uh, that's the facts of the thing. A few other facts sense. or one, one big fact that I think I'm overlooking that needs to be said is they were controlling this submarine with a Logitech Xbox controller. <laughs> uh, so a couple, uh, there's a lot to dissect here, guys. Um, so, so let's start. No, with there's this not, controller. there's not a lot to dissect. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing left to dissect. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> for the first time. You know I mean. yeah. So this controller, have you guys seen like the reviews? Just like the controller, it's not even a GameStop, it's one of those like control. wildcat controllers with a little paw on it. You know what I'm talking about? Like the gosh, dude. So it talks yeah. about disconnecting so, and causing death in game or real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the reviews on Amazon with this controller are probably the highlight of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, if you go on there, you like you see like one of them says, like, ruin my business. It's a picture of like the owner and CEO of um Water Ocean. Dude. Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. So it's like this control uh lost connection and ruined my entire business. And then the picture of the CEO <laughs> just sitting there with the controller in his hand. It's so good. Yeah. Um uh, there's not a lot of news to like go around with. It's just like people died, and like I've never seen more comedy revolving deaths ever in my life, especially on Twitter, dude. Mm-hmm. Especially on it's insanity. Yeah, but it's and, so funny. It is so no, funny. It's that's, not, the that's, situation isn't funny. No, the, the situation is not funny. Yeah. The memes Clarifying. that are coming out <laughs> are hilarious. Are hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And like just well, the fact that they are everywhere. So did yeah. you see there's a there's a meme going around where the CEO is sitting inside the, the vessel and he throws the controller yes! next to him, and they're all that's when John fucked up. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, as soon as you throw, as soon as you open the package, it's broken. You can hear the little in the controller yeah. it's one like, of those plastic packages you have to like get the scissors to cut the top off and yeah. like pull it open the costco <laughs> special yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that was so there's a couple there's one there's two odd things here with me one there is fail safes for this thing in the submarine what happened mm-hmm. uh and two the ceo uh at one point in time um he had cut communications communications coming from the submarine up to the top he had cut it completely. He took like the communication box out of there. Um, so it was just signal based. There was no like actual intercom or anything like that because he kept getting calls to his phone while he was driving. He didn't like that. So instead of like having that be an optional switch off and on, he just like took the whole oh, communication system out. Yeah, take the whole thing out. Here's a good um, idea. So I so here's here's my question for you guys. One, is it even the fault of the company? That this thing imploded. I think what happened is it imploded, then lost communication, not like the other way around. Um, I think the oh, reason why point. it lost communication is because it imploded. So they were like dead. Sorry for like my lack of like heart when I say that. They were dead like right when that communication cut off. They didn't suffer in there, in my in my opinion. Not you know, imploding is pretty bad, it's pretty suffering as well. Mm-hmm. But they weren't yeah. in there for all five days. Um no. So that's what did the company do enough to make it secure? No, uh, they did not. Three, does the company keep doing this? 
do they do they make another submarine and and keep it flowing? And do We're they try more this. for it now? <laughs> what do you, uh, if what do you do if you're a CEO of this company? This is all you do. It's it's time to come out with a new company name. Ocean <laughs> yeah, Gate yeah. is, is Ocean Gate's pretty best. bad. <laughs> First of all, th- there's a couple things that we got to talk about. Ocean Gate, horrible name, like definitely a terrible name. Second, come on, they picked the Titan. Like you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched that 25 minute documentary kind of thing about this whole thing, and okay, um, so I, I got I got some. I got a that's question. That. That's another so, problem. Why is there a documentary already out when so there wasn't anything fast. pronounced today? So People, well, fast. They were asking him questions. And remember how they do like pimp my ride? But before they pimp the ride out, they go. <laughs> All right, so give me a tour of your car. And they go, oh, so my door doesn't open, so I went to Harbor Freight and got some string to close it. Mm. While the interview is going on, the guy's like, oh, so where'd you get this stuff from? And he's like, oh, I got this uh, pipe from Ace Hardware. Oh, my god! And you're just like – and he goes, oh, and then uh, the submarine's state-of-the-art where we have a toilet in here. And it's like – It's the best seat in the house. You know what I mean? Bro, like, gosh, it's the things – he's like, what I wanted to do was be very simple. So you just push one button and it does everything for you. And then we have a con- Xbox controller that it's not even name brand. You could buy a big lots and it, I'm just like, so then they ask him about the plexiglass. This is, this is what his answer was quote unquote. Okay. They ask him, sir, have you tested the, the front glass? He goes, it's seven inches of plexiglass. And they're like, with that pressure going down there, it's going to crack. And they'll go, he goes, yes, it is going to crack. Oh. But if it cracks, it's going to give us an indicator of sound. So that's how we know when to go up. Think about what he's saying. He's saying when we <laughs> yes. know it's going to crack, yes. that's when we go up. And the guy goes, so the guy interviewing is like dumbfounded. He just like, like my job is to interview people, and I know that's stupid. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the guy just stands there and goes, "You want to give another explanation?" Because you sure you yeah, want this to be aired? <laughs> you yeah. sure? So then there's a guy who does a reaction to all of he he has 43 years in like diving and in submarines and stuff, and he goes, "This was doomed from the beginning. None of this yeah. got tested underwater. Yeah. They did all the pressure about 20 feet underwater." The average person can dive 20 feet underwater. Yeah. They let everything in and out really fast. You know what I mean? So I think Matthew's right. I think they went down there. That crack caused the vacuum in the capsule. And it just, you know. Okay. Jesus. So. So here's my, my last question. Why couldn't they find this thing, dude? It was 1,600 feet from where it was supposed to be, which is the Titanic. There is a direct path they take. It was on that path. They found the debris 1,600 feet away from the Titanic along that path. What was the problem? Like, why couldn't – I'm, so, I'm sorry, but you know, where the, you, you know where the Titanic is at. You know the route it's supposed to take. Follow the route. <laughs> like, uh, well, come on. I, there, there's a couple things. So ocean currents change constantly, and that could be something that's affecting um, – and ocean currents out that far, pretty powerful. Um, so I don't know if most people know this, but I'm a scuba diver. I didn't ask for logic from you, <laughs> Mr. I'm a scuba diver, okay? Yeah, I, I don't you want your logic. In, in I, a want, pool. 
Yeah, I want conspiracy. No, I don't I, want your. I don't want your. Um, well, sir, see, the current of the current climate. Um, I'm just when the saying, wind is this thick, I'm going to the knees. I'm just saying. Give me a hot take, Andrew. Give me a clip. There's, there's really yeah, not close. one. I just think it moved around, and it's hard. That, that's a lot of area for a very small submersible, and it just would take time. And it's constantly moving. You know it's what? not just that it's same quote can be moving. said about your pants. Okay, a lot of area for something a little small. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna move on. Andrew <laughs> wants to give us correct answers here. Yeah, uh, so I do think it's weird though that that documentary hit really fast. Like, yeah. They announced it like, two days ago before it even – yeah, okay. Yeah, craziness. Yeah, that's but, pretty weird. Yeah. Let's move on. So can I give – you know, so I know time constraints. I just want to give – I just want to tip my hat, and I just want to give credit to where credit's due. Um, it took – how many people were in that submarine? Five. 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 And there were – some of them were billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to be for that kind of payment. I just want to tip my hat to the cartel who built their own submarine and went underwater <laughs> from Cancun – all the way to Miami That's to smuggle drugs though. into the United States. That is a you see? very far thing. Where's my glass? Andrew? Where's Andrew, my listen to me. And listen I want to me, give Andrew. I want to give a hand clap to those Mexicans who did that. I do. Oh. <laughs> Can't use that clip now. I was gonna say, listen, Andrew. Uh, that's how you give a hot take clip when I say, "Give me a clip." All right. Anyways, keeping it pushing. Andrew's fine. So he doesn't have a clip. Uh, Andrew, you are our expert topic today, um, my good sir. So I really hope you don't take this time to talk about scuba diving or this submarine situation because oh, oh that would really just suck well. the air out of this. Get it? Suck the air out of this. Yeah. Um, so, Andrew, you are up. Give us your topic. Tell us why you're so passionate about it. And, uh, yeah. So this this expert segment, I wanted to talk together, converse. Not so much me given the lowdown on it, which I know that's usually what the expert topic is. Ultimately, I'm going to give my opinion, which is probably going to be right. But the topic is around video games because I happen to be an expert in video games. And what I want to know from you guys, the first, not an expert, I hate you. uh, The first game that comes to your mind that you would say is the hardest game you've ever played. I I have a guess that Matt's first first thought. Yeah, you should know mine. Um, But just think about it like... All previous consoles, just something that's like the hardest game. And they're, you guys you got, you got it? Yeah. My guess is you're going to say Cuphead. My, mine's Cuphead. Yeah. yeah. Cuphead. I saw that one coming. Do you have an idea of what mine is? I know you've watched me play this game. Yeah, you have a hard time playing like Minecraft and Little Kitty games. I mean, I'm not very good at Minecraft. That That is true, but. Yeah, it's like uh, like you're you're really bad at like Tetris as well. So, perhaps no, that. I'm not uh, bad at Tetris. I beat you. I beat you in chess and checkers. So, maybe We're... digital chess and checkers. I know Minesweep is difficult for you. No, I like Minesweep too. <laughs> I don't know yours. No, I don't know it. In all seriousness, mine, by far the hardest, hardest game. No, it's not Rock League. Oh, um, it is a little. Game that involves cars, airplanes, and hovercrafts, though. Flight Simulator? Nope. We're talking about Nintendo 64. Diddy Diddy Kong. Kong. That is the hardest game, most frustrating. I'm pretty sure we have spent time where you watch me play one level 
for like yeah. a solid 45 <laughs> minutes trying to beat the whiz pig like so yeah. so hard so frustrating uh steven what, what what is yours well mine is actually a game that gets put on the list almost every year for the hardest and worst game ever when i was little my dad had well, a game and worse yeah, it's bad game. It is uh, Terminator 2 for the Game Boy in Game Boy Color. Um, it is so bad that most people who have this game cannot get past the first level because there is no instruction and there is no anything on this game. And I'm going to show you what this game looks like. This here is... I used to beat that game all the time. Um. You did not beat me this game. Um, this game right here, I have never got past this first level right here. My dad, I even went to my dad, and my dad goes, Okay, I got to the end of the level. Well, what they don't tell you is you have to beat every single bot on the map. And well, what you tell don't, us now we know when you kill them. No, well, that's the thing is you don't some bots yeah. die once, some bots die five times. Like you're totally have to, gonna play it. Yeah, right. Um, it is the worst game of all time. It just no instruction. I think I threw that game in the backyard someplace just because I just I was tired of it. And that's the worst and the hardest game I've ever played. So that that's the first part of the question. The second part is I feel like I feel like older games were like way more relentless. And obviously like oh, yeah. 54 pretty relentless. Um we're talking Game Boy. So do you think that the gaming industry has kind of lowered its difficulty to entice more people to continuously play. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, and I think they did that because of storyline. I don't, I don't think for the reason you said, but yes, I do think it's easier. Okay, so what's the reason? Uh, the age range of gamers is significantly lower now than it was back in the day um, for, for specific types of games that we're referring to. Um, I think FPS games specifically is what I'm talking about is the skill gap is significantly lowered because there's little kids playing now versus back in the day. Yeah. Those little kids were playing SpongeBob. Um, there's just not enough little kid games separate from adult games. So I think what happens is just naturally speaking, they want to have everybody included in their games. Um, so I just think the age range of gamers, actual gamers that want to play actual games is lower nowadays. So therefore they have to kind of adjust it um if that if that makes sense no, no it makes, makes sense. sense that makes perfect sense i think it makes more sense than what my logic was i thought they did it because of uh because nowadays story single player story games are like a story you know what i mean and mm -hmm. it, it would suck if you bought a game got to like the third level and it was so hard that you just were like dude f this yeah that's and true then, too and then if you got halfway, and then you finally beat it a month later, and you're like, I don't even remember the story. You know what I mean? And then you're just like, I don't even care. You know, that's why that's why I would think. But I think Matthew's point is a little more valid than mine is, because I think the age range, like my kid's playing games now, and he's eight years old. Mm -hmm. I don't think I played until like maybe 10, 11. I still can beat a Game Boy Advance game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think I think on top of that too is also a ton more options for games. That if you make a game mm. too difficult, like I like Cuphead, I was great up until I couldn't get past a level, and I was like, I'm not playing this. I can play a million other games because mm -hmm. I have it to my disposal now. Um, like Cuphead would have been a game I would have loved to like push through, 
But in my head, I'm thinking, I don't have to do this. I can play something else because mm-hmm. I have that freedom now versus before. Yeah. You had one console, you had maybe one game every two or three months that your mom and dad would get you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're grinding that game until you can't anymore, pretty much. So then my, my final question is, so for me, like playing that game, repeat, losing, like having to restart, like knowing oh, I missed the boost, I, I got to start. It's not happening. And then you finally beat it. And I feel so accomplished. Do you think that games that purposefully came out like a cuphead has a audience where there'd be people who feel that, that excitement of finally being able to, to beat the game. Mm. If it took them 10,000 tries or. Yeah. Or I think, I think that... like a, no, that's, 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 we'd rather get the story, not the, the accomplishment of actually doing it. I remember the first time playing Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo. That kind of happened to me. I was trying to get smoke. And you have to beat, you know how there was tiers? And there was like, you beat five people and you win it. And then there was like, oh, go to difficult. The next difficult, you have to fight 12 people or Mm -hmm. whatever. I wanted to get smoke so bad when I was a little kid that I I would just mash out all the easy guys and get to it and lose. Do it again, do it again, do it again. And then finally I got it. Dude, I remember calling my cousin who lived like, across town and was like i finally did it i was i got i went on a body high for like two days dude i thought Mm -hmm. i could take over the world it was amazing i i I don't get that same kind of feeling now when i play games because usually it's like not that hard Mm -hmm. but now they have things called like achievements where the achievements like beat the level in 20 seconds or less you know what i mean so it's Mm -hmm. still a difficult thing to do but now there's another challenge to it where Yeah. yeah Yeah, like I can remember there's been like a few times where it's something that I was doing and I remember like that nerve or like getting shaky because I'm like, all right, if I don't get it, like I got to start all over. And I just feel like I haven't had that in a long time. I don't know if that's like me getting numb or my senses being dulled to games because I just I play a lot of them. Um, But it's like I almost want it. Like give me give me something that's challenging that's like. Not hey, not necessarily for the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's interesting that the, the gaming just community in general has kind of moved away from that. Well, we're gonna give you something really tough that's gonna like get your nerves going. Um yeah. like even I think like times where I was playing Call of Duty zombies and you finally make it to uh like a boss fight and it's like ridiculously hard even though you got there. And you get like that shake, like, okay, I'm going to finally beat it. And then you don't, then you start all over. It takes forever to get set up and everything. Like just seems like that's kind of being phased out in the, the video game world. And everyone's, everyone's <laughs> yeah. choosing like a, a more story oriented. I like that personally. Yeah. So yeah. I think, um, that, so I think it goes a couple ways. One, the games that come out nowadays are, are mostly original, right? They're not like based off of movies or TV shows, so the story emphasis is is apparent because there's no backstory. Um, I think back to a game that I played on PS2, I think, uh, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. That's one of those games. Like, like that was a good one. Yeah. Good. That's good. one of those games where I just like played it um, with like me and Joey, my brother, uh, co-op mode because that's just the best way to play it, by the way. Uh, but we would just play it, and I didn't care about the cutscenes or anything like that because I already knew what, what the story happen? was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they phased away from that aspect of movie games. Uh, it's kind of the reverse now. Games turn into movies. Um, mm-hmm. 
versus the other way around. Um, so I think that has a lot to do with the story aspect of it. Um, I, I like the story format personally. That's the reason why I love Jedi, like Fallen Order. Um, but I, 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 I'm not one of the ones that are like, unless it's like a multiplayer game where like I'm playing against somebody, I don't care to grind to beat it. Um, right. I think I think you guys both know that already. Uh, but if it's a multiplayer game where I can get better than somebody else in real life, then I'm I'm all for it. Uh, yeah. But like Cuphead, I had like one level where I was like, this I'm I'm just done. I don't even have the mental capacity to deal with this mm-hmm. anymore, and just like dipped out to something else. So um, I think it's been phased out. I don't think it has to do with like consumerism. I think the consumers would take whatever they're given. Mm-hmm. I just think that the devs have a more artistic view than back then, and they care too much for their baby to make it too yeah exactly exactly all right well that was basically my my expert topic i I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on it i i for me i i'm very almost to the opposite of you met like i like the story it's important to me but i want i want the challenge too um but i mean i think uh i think you need to pick up it for like a week and then then, (laughs) i'll I'll get my fix from it You'll get your fix for it from the first, like the first world. Um, Cuphead is, cr- it, but the thing about Cuphead is beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful game. It's really well done. Um, I never played bo- it. Those boss fights are just, yeah. I'll send you guys a clip in Discord about like a boss fight, and although super satisfying, like when I see somebody do it, Mom, I just know that I would. I just know it took him like three weeks to fight this one boss and finally beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So push pushing on to the game, game master of the week, Mr. Khan, AZ up there, Mr. Steven. Give us your game. Tell me why I'm gonna win it, and let's go from there. All right. So this game is kind of weak because I totally forgot that it was my week for gaming. So Whoops. this is gonna be as weak as Andrew's pullout game. And this is going to Good be Lord. The strange oh, Andrew's taking today is crazy. Yeah. I thought it was muted. Hey, Andrew, I'm so sorry. I thought it was <laughs> muted. I would never say that in front of you. Um, this is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be uh, a quick, it's going to be a trivia game, and it's going to be either movie or video game. They're going to be random trivia questions, and then um, at the end of it, whoever wins, wins. We have um, six. Um, so yeah, six of them. So at, in, in total, it's going to be 12 because it's, it's six categories. Okay. Whoever goes first and wins gets to go if they want to pick the game or movie. So, because we've been all over Andrew today, let's go with Andrew. Do you want the game or the movie? In this uh, first one? Let's do movie. <clears throat> in the Thank Matrix, you. in the Matrix, what pill color does Neo take? So you have the red and blue. Mm, red and blue, huh? Yeah, it's red and blue. Red pill, blue pill. Okay. Is that not... Is that that not right? I feel like that's right. Uh, Hey, if you think so, go ahead. Go for it, man. After you answer the question, I just want to know when's the last time you've seen The Matrix. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, Continue on, though. Uh, So what you got? um, Go with your gut. That's what your gut says. My and don't say it in chat. If anybody's say, listening and watching, don't say it in my chat. My gut's going to say red. Is that your final answer? Final answer. The answer is red. One point yeah, for that's Andrew. That's the right answer. 
I knew it immediately. Oh I just... And and is it red and blue? Because you like yeah, threw it's, me off. Okay. It's yeah, blue. it's red and blue. Like I was seeing it, in, and I'm like, it, am I colorblind? So, so some of these questions are very easy, and the and the kind of the game of it is you're picking the category whoever's winning. So you could pick the easy one or the harder one. So, so I'm about to have I'm about to have I'm about to have a crazy in MLB the show MLB the show 09. Who was the leading RBI hitter after season three? That was the first round, and that one was kind of easy, but this one's a lot easier. If you get this wrong, Matt, I will delete you from everything that I have you on. Get it wrong so you don't have to talk to him anymore. In 2001, a GameCube game came out starring Mario's brother. They did a reboot for the Nintendo Switch in 2019. Who is this person? Luigi's Luigi's Mansion. Perfect. So it was a tie, and... Matthew got it. So we will go on to the next one. Um, Matthew, do you want to go movie or do you want to go game? Let me take the movie route. The movie route. Wait, this why, one's why hard. Is this one again? Because you Cause just got, you just went first. You went first. Oh, okay. So we're doing snake. Yeah. Right, well, we get, we get whoever does whoever gets the right picks, but in that situation, we both got it right. So we did a snake. Yeah, okay. we just did the snake. All right. This one's the hard one. This one's actually both of them are pretty hard. In what year? I will give you one. No, in what year <laughs> were these three blockbuster movies dropped? What year was it? The Mask, Dumber and Dumber, or Ace oh Ventura? What year? What year? That they, they released? dropped. Like they released. Released. Yep. Two thousand two. I know that's correct, by the way. <laughs> Hit oh, no. your faces. Like, no. All right. Is that your final answer? It's my uh, final answer. I believe. Way too late. All right. Oh, it's too late, so, you think? Yeah. Could be. Wait, too late? Yeah. I'm pretty it's sure it's 2002, in, though. No, not, like, even, not even close. No. Oh. The, uh, Dumber, no. Dumber, Ace Ventura, and The Mask 95. came out in 1994. Yeah. Uh, I was yes. going to say the 90s. I was born 97, guys. I. This is the easy one, Andrew. This I, I hope you know this one. The popular game company Atari put their first arcade console in what establishment? So I'm I'm looking I'm looking for an establishment. Yes. Like a specific establishment, or like yes. No, like 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 not the name, right? Like a restaurant, a like that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. A specific restaurant. I can't say yes or no, but <laughs> yes. Because my first no, so thing was you, like you a want, fast food restaurant. Like you a, want the name of the restaurant? Yeah. Or or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The yeah, name uh, of the restaurant. Okay. McDonald's. No. It was Chuck E. Cheese. Was the first. <laughs> Restaurants. <laughs> All right. Well, what would you have said, Matt? Me? Yeah. Uh, I was. I would have said like a pizza place. I don't know why I thought. Yeah. I think for some reason I think arcade. I think pizza places or movie theaters. That's that's kind of. I, I was thinking like a fast food place with like, like one of those stand up stand up arcades where you're waiting for your food and you just play an arcade. All right. So both of you guys got that wrong. Since Chuck Andrew Cheese. went last, we will go. You want a game or movie? Movie. Movie. Okay, what popular Disney character makes an appearance as a stuffed animal in the movie Frozen? Mm. 
It's very oh. brief. Do you know this, Matt? I hate. Frozen. I know. I know the one in Up. I don't know the one in in Frozen. I know the Monsters Inc. one's off the top of my head, but I can't. Frozen. Yeah, I know Monsters Inc. too. Uh, can I give him a hint? No, no, no. I don't want no hint. Okay. Take your hint and give it to Matt. No, don't. I don't want um, the frozen. So it's gotta be. Yeah, yeah, frozen. So let's let's speed it up here. Uh, oh, oh, we got time. There, there's no reason to rush. Um, no Russian. No Russian. Ooh, good level. I'm gonna say Pascal. Wrong. Wrong. The answer is Mickey Mouse. Oh, I was gonna say Mike was asking. That was the one that was like sticking, but I was like, Frozen's not not Pixar. That's Disney. Okay, so I don't know if Matt's gonna get this one, uh, but this is gonna be video game. Airman, Cutman, Ringman, and Drillman are the all the villains in what MM video game franchise? M-M? Yes. What does M-M mean? Can't tell you. <sighs> you know this? <laughs> I've never seen... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Stop whistling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the answer. I know. I know. I know, I know. I know. I just don't know how confident I haven't seen or played. I still I don't know what she said still, but M M M M is that part of the name? Like, is that yes. like the first letter of the name of the thing? Yeah. So if I was writing my name and it was Stephen Curry, it'd be S C. S C, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mad Max. That's pretty know. good, but no. <laughs> no. Chat. Does anybody know what? Airman, Cutman, Ringman, and Drillman are villains of what MM video game franchise? MM. Come on, Matthew. MM is a, the, the franchise? Yes, it's the abbreviations of the franchise. I don't, I don't know. That's my, my guess well, is Bad Max. The answer is Mega Man. Mega Man. Mega, Mega Man. Man. Amen. All right, next category. Our next person is Matthew, since you guys nobody got that. Yeah. Do you want movie or video Give game? Give me video game. Video yeah. game. Yeah. Sun, Moon, Diamond, Pearl, Soul, Silver, Pokemon. Pearl names of Pokemon. <laughs> yes, another one from Matthew. <laughs> All right. That was that was the easy one. See, that's why right. that little, was the hard, little... that was actually the harder one in that one. That was this a, one, what? Andrew, oh, okay. who played the Green Goblin in the 2002 box office smash Spider-Man? Who is Willem Dafoe? Yes, sir. Godspeed, Spider-Man. The man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it's two-two. Spider-Man, come out to play. All right, Andrew. Um, since you scored last, it's two-two. Uh, give me a video, video game. game. Video game. This one might be a pretty hard one for Andrew. Okay. In Super Mario Kart, the first game in Nintendo Racing franchise, which of the playable characters has the shortest name in the first 
Super Mario. Uh, Super Mario, Mario Kart. Kart in the first Super first Mario one. Kart. So we're talking yes. N- uh, SNES. Uh, shortest name. Toad. Toad is correct. Let's go. I was trying to throw him off by saying the first <laughs> one. Go. It doesn't matter because I heard Michelle say. All right. This is the hard question. Great. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you like that hard question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrew got that right. Let me change this to a three. Yeah. Make How a many moons Make does Luke Skywalker's home planet on Tatooine have? Moons? Moons. Come on, Matt. It's it, like so many. Star do three Wars or two? Movies. Do you have three or two? Which one is it? I think it's two. It's got to be two. You sure? I'm. Po- yeah, yeah, I'm sure. The Not answer positive, is sure. two. Forty-seven. The answer is two. So Binary three, three sunset. All right. That's like that's a sunset for Luke. One for Anakin. But where's Rey's? She's also a Skywalker. She's a Palpatine, but it's all good. You know. All right, so Matt, do you want the movie or the video game? Uh, movie, movie, movie. <clears throat> All right, the head of what animal is found in the bed of the notorious movie horse? Godfather, a horse. <laughs> hey, listen, right. listen. Hey, when I know him, I know him. You know what yeah. I mean? But <laughs> so sometimes do. I don't know. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Andrew, here you go, baby. This is for all the marbles. Or actually, for a tie. Uh, in Mario Kart, you got another Mario Kart one. Oh, goodness the power-up that seek, seeks... Oh, the power-up that seeks out a player in the first position explodes on impact. Blue what shell. color is... What'd you say? Blue shell. The blue shell. That is correct. <laughs> so that is a 3-3... Three, three, Kamikaze. Come on, we can't, we can't, we can't end on a tie. Oh, we're not ending. We're not ending on the tie. I got some right here. Okay, let's just speed round it. Speed round it. We're gonna go. I'm gonna throw a game out, and the first person that gets it wins. Let's go. Here we go. This is how confident I am. Like listening. All right, this is this is a good one. In 1996, this video game kicked off a long-running film and game franchise. And elevated the horror genre of what video games. Evil? What is Resident Evil? Gosh, how did you know that? There needs to be a wrong place that if you weren't born in these years, it shouldn't qualify. Get born, kid. Get born. Get older, son. Get older. <laughs> <laughs> so as of today, Andrew is our winner. Can, I, can, we, can we change that tag? No, uh, so that'll be <laughs> it that. for our show today, ladies and gentlemen. Fun filled show, glad to be back. Uh, it was last two or three weeks were odd for us, there was a lot going on for yeah. not just one of us, but all three of us, but especially one of us. Um, so cool, cool, uh, everyone, thanks for watching. Watch, comment, subscribe, download on your SS feed, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts. That's where we're at. Find us, love us. Um, Gentlemen, you guys might not know this, but I'm going to be doing another show here very soon on TikTok Ooh. and YouTube. So once I get that up, I'm going to shout it out here as well. Uh, it's not going to take away from this at all whatsoever, but I'm going to do some more Call of Duty-focused stuff. So when that comes out, let everybody know. Uh, any other shameless plugs anyone has? So I'm also doing another podcast called Run the Pockets where we rant and complain about things that we purchase and spend our money on. Uh, <laughs> 
we we're going to try to have some of these guys in the podcast just to get some uh, different outlooks on uh, things that we pay for that we shouldn't be <laughs> we shouldn't be buying if we don't stand for it. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. You can find me at Con Artist on Twitch or Con XAZ, and then you can find us at Run the Pockets. But that's all I got. What about Andrew, you? Any famous plugs? Maybe donations for your receding hairline. Nothing. If you want to buy me some. Uh, what's that? That, that popular one. Some, some Rogue. Uh, what's the other one? Hymns. Hymns. Give me some hymns. Some hymns. I need some hymns. <laughs> not just the. Not just the. I need some hair. blue chew. Uh, Andrew is the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Well, this podcast is off the rails today. Uh, gentlemen, fun to be back, back as always. We'll be back next week as well for another video slash podcast. Everybody have a fantastic night. Everybody have a great day. Wherever you're at, thanks for listening and watching. Adios. Peace and love.